Hi, and welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast, co-hosted by Abby Fearing, the Badass Breastfeeder, and Diane Cassidy, IBCLC. Hey, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. It's Diane, the Lactation Consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And we are going to talk to you about... Um, we were just talking about what, what are we talking? Oh, we're talking about your baby nurses constantly. All right, so I'm looking at this long ass list, and I'm like, "Holy crap! What are we doing today?" Even though we talked about like a zillion times what we're going to do today. I know we we'll keep talking about different topics. So yeah, and and then we keep telling you guys like, give us topics too because you know we want more stuff to talk about. Yeah, and then we're all excited, and then we're like, "What are we talking about today?" I know. So we're going to talk about your baby nurses constantly. Um. I don't know what episode this is anymore. I think we're on 22. Doesn't it doesn't matter, right? Now nobody cares. So unless at some point we want to go back I mean, and go. it doesn't matter. Actually, now I, there's a couple of podcasts that I listen to and they always say what the episode is. Really? Yeah. All right. So maybe we'll just, we'll get back on track with that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, we have enough to think about. So, <laughs> so your baby nurses constantly. So what makes me, the first thing that comes to mind for me with this is the newborn period where babies just want to nurse all the time. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. All the time. That's what, when I, when I first had my first son, Jack, I, um, I knew the entire lineup of TV shows for the day. <laughs> like I would get out of bed and, you know, like around when my husband was leaving for work and I would move over to the couch because, again, it was like, I mean, I got up maybe, to, you know, to, to try to go to the bathroom. Although sometimes the nurse for so long and they're sleeping, you don't dare right. wake them up. Like, I'm sitting here with a full bladder and, like, my sandwich is just out of reach and my husband's gone now. And But I, I knew, like, I would get 8 o'clock. I knew it was, like, Dr. Phil and then The View and then, you know, don't judge me for my terrible taste in tv shows it was fun for me to yell at the tv oh yeah i would just be like you're an idiot and like <laughs> it was so it was fun yeah. <laughs> and so i always knew when the shows were coming on i knew the whole day and sometimes my husband would come back and i'd be in the exact same spot oh yeah, oh, yeah. and i'm like oh yep I, I got up a couple times you know but basically not really I remember a, a friend of mine, um, she was kind of a local celebrity here in Rochester. She was, she's a comedian and she did um, radio and stuff. And I was her lactation consultant. And I remember one time she posted on Facebook, like when her baby was new, newborn, she was like, um, I think my Fitbit logged in 20 steps today. Like <laughs> she just, you just, <laughs> yeah. she's like, I just sat on the couch all day with the baby. Like that was it. That's what you do. It is what you do. And they just nurse, nurse, nurse. But that yeah. really makes people, like, the first thing they think of, the first thing the mom thinks of is, I don't have enough milk. And mm -hmm. the first thing everybody around her says is, why is the baby nursing so much you don't have enough milk? Right, right, right. But that's not the case. Which is a bunch, it's a bunch of bull crap. Yeah. It's not no. the case. E e e no, I mean, it's, they, 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 that's what they want to do. <laughs> That's all they want to do. They were just born. They're exhausted. Like you think you're exhausted. They are a million times more exhausted. Yeah. There's like all this like noise and all these lights and all these people. And like every time that they open their eyes and they're awake for a few seconds, that's exhausting to their brain. So stimulating. And they're like, I, yeah, I mean, you know, we, as you grow, you learn to kind of block it out. 
you know, you have all these other ways of like coping with the world, but they don't have any of that. Mm -mm. They just need to close their eyes and shut it out and just let their brain grow. That's all they're doing is growing. And there's, they don't know how to self soothe either. Mm-hmm. So like when you say they've got this, all this stimulation and, you know, we know how to come home and go, oh, what a horrible day. And you pour yourself a glass of wine and put your feet up and like just block everything out. But they can't do that. So the only no. thing they know how to do is to suck. And mm-hmm. it's very soothing. And they want to be with you because you're their mom. And they were literally attached to you for nine months. Yeah, right. They were like, yeah, they were a part of your body. And I always try to tell people, like, you really have to put it into perspective. Because I think, you know, when you're, you've got this newborn baby and you're tired and you're, you know, sleep deprived and you're not eating and, you know, it's just like, you don't know what, what is going on. And you're like, you're not expecting that this is what's, what it's going to be like. You're just not expecting that you're going to, your baby is going to want to be on the breast all the time. And I really try to, to tell moms, like feeding like the milk that they're getting from the breast the feeding part of it or the food part of it is really only a small percentage of what they're doing there anyway you know it's not all about the meal it really isn't it is not all about the meal i think that's a really hard thing to grasp onto because it's so abstract right and we don't and again with the whole normalizing breastfeeding like we just don't see it we don't get it we don't it's not a part of our understanding of of babies of 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 anything right you know we're just like oh they go on they eat we don't really know what they're doing but they do yeah they they know exactly what they're doing just like when they're first born like you know they first come out and they put the baby on you and we like the baby to to latch and feed within you know a half hour to an hour whatever usually they do but they're not hungry they don't come out hungry they're not like okay where's the buffet i'm starving that was such a hard work that i just did like they don't they're not coming out to the first thing they are looking to do is eat. They're not starving. And yeah, I know. And I remember that was like a very, very moving thing that somebody told me one time was like, do you remember how you felt at the end of your pregnancy? Like, do you remember how exhausted you were? It's because they were sucking all of the nutrients like out of your body. Like there is like a giant baby. Like they're just sucking you. They're taking on all these vitamins, all this like all this goodness. They're born and like. Like you said, they're not hungry. No. They just sucked the life out of you for nine months. They, they took it all. Right. They want to be connected to you. They want to be nurtured by you. They want to be with you. And mm-hmm. that's what they do. So when your baby is nursing constantly, it really depends. Like, I, I kind of take my advice when I, when I do this with mamas. Like, I, I try to take their situation into account before I give, like, because I don't like to give just blanket advice anyway. Sure. But um, I really think it depends on what's going on. You know, like if the mom seems fine with it, because I do have some moms that are like, you know what, this is my job right now. I'll just sit here and nurse the baby and I don't really care. I just want to know it's okay. Because I do have moms that think it's not okay because they're afraid they're going to spoil the baby. I get that a lot. If I just keep them on the breast, isn't that going to make them want to do that all the time? Like, is that going to be bad? Is it bad? There's no way to make make them not want to do it all the time. And then I get moms that say, you know, and if, if I have those moms, and I'm like, no, it's healthy, it's great, you're responding to the baby's needs, it's fantastic, absolutely do that. But then I do have some moms that are like, I can't do this. I can't do this 24-7. It hurts, 
or it, the ba- I need to get some sleep or it's just too overwhelming for me or I need some space or, you know, they're touched out, whatever the situation is. So for those moms, it's like, okay, I show them how to make sure they know that the baby's swallowing, the baby's eating, we know the baby's fed, they get overstimulated, and then they want to suck again. And that's what makes people think they're still hungry. Yeah. So like, so like you were saying, you know, you put the baby on and they're eating and then they fall asleep there. So what if you do get up to go to the bathroom or you get up to change their diaper and then they're awake again and now they have to calm down all over again? Yeah. Uh-huh. So now they're going to look, they're going to be rooting, they're going to be looking to suck on something. And that's when moms go, oh, my God, he must not have eaten enough. I got to feed him again. And it's it's really that's not what it is. They just need no. that calming. Yeah, that's the only way they know how to calm themselves and soothe themselves is that suckling motion, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's the, all they have. So it's not, I mean, it's just that they need to be soothed. All, they do need to be soothed all the time because they're a newborn baby. Right. And so they, that's why they're constantly, constantly trying to nurse. And, and then you could, like you said, like it, it helped me to really recognize like when they were eating versus just dozing off. Yeah. You know, because you could tell by the suck, you know, the way it changes. And then you can kind of tell when they're just like lazing around. Right. And it's like if you know, you know, if you're, if you've been taught by your lactation consultant or I, when I worked in the hospital, I used to sit with moms and do this and make sure they recognize the swallows and all that stuff. Because babies, I mean, sometimes they'll sit there and they'll do like four or five, six sucks and then a random swallow. That's not eating. They're just, yeah, right, know, right, right. They're just kind of soothing or whatever it is that they're doing. And um, if they're, but if they're suck, swallow, they're really going, and then they gravitate into that, then you can feel confident that they probably were done. Yeah. But you have oh, to yeah. be comfortable yeah. being able to recognize that. Sometimes that's hard to do. And then you've got your family members who are, say, you know, always are friends. Well, he's, you know, they're still hungry. He's still hungry. He's still hungry. And then you get those cluster feeding times. Yeah. Like in the evening and stuff where the baby is just like what they call it, the witching hour or whatever, mm-hmm. where the babies are just like, ah, all the time. And um, I can't tell you how many moms will text me and be like, my husband thinks that the baby's not getting enough and I should just give him a bottle because he's so fussy right now and he keeps wanting to eat. Yeah. Again, this all goes to the fact that we don't have any information about this. We, we rarely, rarely when we have a baby, do we know anything about breastfeeding and that's that's not that's not that's not how it goes with really anything else in our life. I mean, at least, you know, when you go through when you go through pregnancy, there's so many there's so many books out there about like, you know, the beginning stages of labor mm-hmm. and like, you know, all of this. And it's not not that anyone can really be prepared for labor because that's very intense and out of this world experience. But at least you know it's going to happen. You know, you know there's going to be stages. You know there will be other people involved you know certain things because we've read so much you've read about a lot about it there's like things around in our culture that you know that 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 we kind of see it or we hear about it and then you get to breastfeeding and it's like like I've said a million times the first time that I ever saw anybody breastfeeding was when I was holding my child breastfeeding him for the first time yeah and like that's that's and then I was just like well I I you know I had no idea what was normal I had no idea well, like you see pregnant people looking around, you know, you see pregnant people around, you're like, oh, that's what a pregnant person looks like. Okay, that's what I'll look like someday. You know, but when you see some, you, 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 
you don't ever see anybody breastfeeding. So you have no idea what it's even supposed to look like, and much less being able to interpret their swallows, right. you know, their suckle. You know, like, you know, we just don't have any of that information. And, you know, when I do these classes, a lot of times, you know, I'll do prenatal breastfeeding or even with um, postpartum. How much are you retaining when you're at the end of your pregnancy or when you're in your right. first days postpartum? And we, like, give people this info and we expect them to be able to just go with it. And it's like if you were starting a new job, you would have like, I know people who start new jobs and they get months and months of training before they're set off on their own. And yeah. then you get the, you know, and then I go to somebody's house and they're three days postpartum and they haven't slept more than four hours and, you know, mm-hmm. three nights. And I'm supposed to expect that they're going to be able to take what I say, remember right. it and put it into action. Right. Like, yeah. I remember leaving the hospital with Jack in the little like baby carrier. And I remember standing out the door, stay like walk, kind of walking out the door going, I cannot believe that they're letting me leave with this baby. Yeah. Like I am not qualified to do this. Like I can't, I felt like a criminal. I felt like I was leaving with a human. Like I was stealing him or something. I was like, really, am I supposed to just take him home now? Like we're just leaving now. Yeah. It's okay. I remember thinking like, I can't take care of myself. Like, how am I supposed yeah. to take care of this? Like, I right. haven't right. yet thought. Like, I cannot I even take care of myself. I barely made it to today. How do yeah. I, yeah. And then that doesn't go on. I mean, that doesn't, that's not resolved, you know, right away. I mean, like, you go home and then you have this whole sense. We talked about, like, the, you know, the first days. We have another episode about, like, the first days home. Mm. And that, you know, that feeling of just, like, oh, my God, I'm responsible for another human being now. And, like, you know, you're dealing with, like you just said, like, you're dealing with, you know, lack of sleep and the whole transition to motherhood. And it's all exploding in your brain. And then breastfeeding, we've never even heard about this before. How do we do this? Because everybody tells like them it's, it's going to be wonder. natural. Yes, they always say breastfeeding is natural. Yeah, which means nothing. No, like it's fine. You'll you'll get it. It'll be fine. But they just yeah. But it's not. That's a thing. That's a thing. Is like people think, why is this supposed to be natural? Why is it so hard? And that's a, it, it's it's what I. What I didn't really learn until my second child when um, I was just it's like, hey, I'm the badass breastfeeder, man. I'm just like, a, you know, I've been breastfeeding for three freaking years. Like, I'm going to latch them on. Everything will be fine. I know how to do this. And then he would, didn't gain weight the first week uh, or two weeks. He didn't gain weight. He like, was not gaining weight. And I was like, well, what the, what's going on? Right. <laughs> what the what? How am I? I, I, I thought this was going to be normal. I thought this was going to be natural and everything was going to be fine. And then the difference was that I, I knew all these lactation consultants. Mm. So I just called one and she was like, Oh yeah, well you need to like help him do this and you need to like help him do that. And you need to do this. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> forgot that you don't just, it's, it's natural, but it's also learned. Yeah. Like there it's, this is a learned thing for mom and baby, even if, even in cultures where you do see it a lot or you do, it is common. Um, you have to help your baby. They need help. You know, they need help getting it into their mouth. They need like, you know, the, this, these are things that, that they, they need to learn. And then, but you don't know that. No, you don't know these things as a new mom. No, we cannot conceptualize what the babies actually know what to do. And we, we don't realize how much they don't know either. Yeah. Right. And we just kind of like right. take into account that they just know exactly what they're doing I, at least like once a day, I have to tell a mom, 
your baby is is really not your baby is like a week old they're not putting these very intense thoughts together to try to manipulate you into giving them a bottle it's just not happening like because I do you know they're always like well they got a bottle so now they want it to be faster or what if the flow to be faster or they won't latch on you know this breast it must be because the nipple's not the same and I'm like they don't know I mean your baby is perfect perfect but But they do not put those kind of thoughts together Right. And I, I always like to, I like to, as a social worker and a person who's worked as a clinical therapist, I like to remind people because not teach people that I don't think people know this, that manipulation is a learned behavior too. People learn how to manipulate when their needs are not being met. They're not born manipulating the world. Right. So you do, this is not, they don't know how to do that. They don't know, people don't know until much later how to actually manipulate the world around them to meet a need that you're not meeting. Right. It's not happening with your baby. No. It's really not. And people really have legitimate fears that this is happening just because their baby wants to eat more frequently. Yeah. But it's, yeah. And it's no wonder that people, you know, are so worried about this because we just don't have access to that information. So, yeah. I mean, your baby nursing constantly is really annoying. Sometimes. I, you know, but then, but then, but it's totally normal. And yeah. I remember later on when my, you know, you know, they get a little older, you know, they're still nursing two, three, whatever. And like, I remember there'd be certain situations where maybe I'd be trying to socialize or I'd be trying to, you know, whatever. And I'd be like, I wish I could just latch them on and they would be quiet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I wish that still worked. Yeah, because then, you know, they learn how to run and then they learn how to talk and then they learn how to they want all these things. And you're like, oh, just sit down, have booby, have booby. You know, and they're like, no, <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, I wish they appreciated it at the time, how much how much it worked to just, you know, keep the situation calm. No. But uh, this was other thing I was thought just a second ago was that, you know, the, the breastfeeding being a learned thing. I had the same thing about sleep. I thought, well, sleep. That's just sleep. Who doesn't want to sleep? Like, we all want to sleep. We all, the baby's just going to eventually learn how to sleep. And, like, I got really an attachment parenting. I got really, like, anti-baby um, trainers and that kind of thing. And I was like, no, I'm not doing any kind of training with my baby. We're not doing that, you know. And then I, and then my first, he couldn't sleep. <laughs> he wouldn't sleep. And, like, I actually hired, ended up hiring a, a wonderful sleep consultant who is very not like the scary baby trainer that you hear about who's going to recommend cry it out and all that. Um, but she was like, no, sleep is learned. Like you have to help them learn that. It doesn't just come out of nowhere. Like you have to create an environment that's relaxing and you have to, you know, think about, you know, she was taught me all about the brain and how to, you know, how it works, how, how the production of melatonin works in the brain. And I was like, Oh, I never taught my baby how to sleep and how to. Okay. But you know, so like that's, as adults, that's the problem. yeah, but as adults, we know that you have to retrain yourself to sleep. So if you have like, if you're an adult and like, I hope to be someday, but we go on <laughs> like, you know, so you go on vacation, you go to, you know, some other country and you're off, your internal clock is off by how many hours or whatever, because of the time change. And then you come home and your sleep is all screwed up because of that. 
and you have to kind of get back mm-hmm. into that groove. Or people that will work nights and then days and then nights and then days, and it's like they're so screwed uh-huh. up because, and that's why melatonin is there, like the pills, so that people yeah. can take that to reset yeah. themselves <laughs> into their yeah. regular sleep pattern. And it like even says it like we've got to. You bottle. also have melatonin in your brain we're not suggesting right. you give melatonin no, to your don't baby give, you have it in your, your in your brain but i remember we i bought some it was when my stepson still lived here and he had just started working as a sheriff's deputy and he was on overnights and he was just like he yeah. just could not sleep during the day because he just wasn't used to that right away and we got melatonin and it even says right on the bottle like for if you have had a very disrupted sleep routine like change of schedule or yeah. jet lag or something like that but like we have to retrain but why so why wouldn't that apply to our baby too right you know right right yeah i i i uh i used to work in a police department and i knew i you know got friends who were police officers and when they would switch well any of them who ever worked nights if you went to their house they had all it was so dark yeah. They would have all these blackout, all the blackout shades on all of the windows. There was no daylight. And no. I'm like, what are you, are I a vampire? Like, <laughs> this is weird. And they're like, well, no, because when uh, it's time for me to go to sleep, it's daytime. You know, like uh, and they have, they would create an environment that was like nighttime. It's like tr- they were sleep training themselves. Right. You know, so that they could go to sleep. And that was like something that was like, okay, it, like you just said, like adults need to do this. And I never even thought like about doing that for a baby. I just thought that they would just kind of randomly start sleeping. And now it's so different here. Like it gets to be, you know, an hour before bedtime and we turn the lights down. We start talking softer. We put away the toys. We start, it just, we change the environment Mm -hmm. to a sleepy one. And then everybody's bodies, your body, your brain responds to that. Yeah. And now we're talking about sleeping, which is so far from over. I know. (laughs) But, but, but we're is, something. yeah, but we get it. We get, you know, you get it that you have to, you, you have to teach your baby how to breastfeed. Yeah, you don't. You have to, cause it's, it's just, it's instinctive. It's very instinctive for mammals to do this, but it is a learned thing at the same time. Yeah. So right. it's, they're going to nurse constantly. And part of that too, like in the beginning, you have to remember their stomachs are so small mm-hmm. and they can oh, only yes. hold a very small amount of milk. And because they can only hold a small amount of milk, they need to eat more frequently. But that's so good for your milk supply. And it's just, it's so important that this happens. And really, like, legitimately, in other cultures and back in the day or, you know, however many hundreds of years ago, you had a baby Mm -hmm. and you would just let everybody else do everything for you while you were, people took care of you. And you just Mm -hmm. breastfed your baby, nursed your baby and recovered. And we don't do that anymore. No, we don't. And that, and that's, and that's, I think that's so, so, so somebody might, like you said before, somebody might understand now that it's normal, but then they're feeling stuck and they're feeling frustrated and they're feeling like they can't get anything done because we don't have anybody to rely on, you know? And, and so I think one of the things that we hope is that you won't worry about doing too much. It doesn't matter if your house is dirty, you know, it doesn't doesn't matter if the dishes are piling up, like just, it's okay, you know, and, and there are things that you can kind of help your baby to, to stay close to you and still be able to move around. I mean, baby wearing, 
is very helpful with a tiny baby. Mm-hmm. You can get those wraps that will keep them very like tight to you and very secure. So you can be hands-free. There's YouTube videos up the wazoo about it. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, those wraps in the baby wearing is such a big thing now that you could probably go into any like mom's group or like my breastfeeding support group that I run weekly. They were like passing around mm-hmm. wraps the other day because like one yeah, person had, yeah. Oh, let me try that one. Or does anybody have a ring sling? Does anybody yep. have this kind? Like, and then talk to other moms about it. You could try one if you don't have one yet, see if you like it, see if the baby likes it. Like there, it's great. Everybody you talk to that's got their baby in a wrap will tell you how much easier it is. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Nobody's ever been like, oh, baby wearing, that didn't work for me. No. But you go to, there's a Baby Wearing International. They have meetings all over the country. And you can actually go to their meetings and check out their carriers. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally I literally mean check it out, like sign a form and bring it home. Like the library. And you can just use it. Yes, it's a library, a lending library. And mm-hmm. so you can, you can take it home and use it. If you like it, then you can buy your own. Or you can try a different one until you find the one that you like. And they're there. They'll, they'll help you put it on. Because it seems, it, let's not lie, the wraps seem intimidating. You know, it's like, yeah. how in the world? I'll never be able to figure out how to tie that. But you will. You will. Yeah, it and looks it, complicated, but once you get the, it's a literally like three three steps. It's I know I have one mama that she's like I put it on in the house and then I go to drive to where I'm going and then I just take her out of the car seat and put her there and then perfect. we go into the store or whatever you know. Um, but that will if your baby really wants to be close to you and with you and it seems like they just want to latch and be right right there close to your chest all the time. The baby mm-hmm. wearing could be the answer to all your prayers. Yes, totally. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's just so, they're so much more content there. The other thing is that sometimes they know, you know, like babies know they want to be with mama. So if they're with the mom, they're going to root a little bit. They're going to have that, like they want to suck. And moms just automatically like go to put them on, I think too, whether they want to or not. And they could complain mm-hmm. about it, but they'll just put them on. Sometimes you need to pass that baby off to somebody else and let somebody else try to soothe the baby if you're really feeling overwhelmed with everything. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like let somebody else try because if somebody else has the baby, they might settle a little bit easier because they it's just different. Yeah, uh, kids are always fussier around the mom. Mm-hmm. It never stops either. That never, ever. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I only have a six and a but far it hasn't stopped no i don't think it stopped like he's much more relaxed around everyone else yeah i know i remember when yeah don't feel guilty about passing your baby off just pass the baby off i remember when my my twins were babies and my daughter was sleeping she was taking a nap and my son he always wanted to be the one that had to nurse all the time Mm -hmm. so i was i had nursed him and then i just really wanted a nap and my mom was there and she was like I don't know. I think he's still hungry. And I was like, he's fine. Just take him away. Like, cause I was just like <laughs> over it, you know? And I remember like still to this day laying on the couch and starting to doze off. And she was walking up my stairs upstairs to like, try to w- do whatever with him. And she was going, there's nothing wrong with you. I don't know why you're fussing. You know, she's like talking to him, but I was like, just get him out of here. Just get him away from me. I can't do it right now. You know? And it's just, you just have to, you know, if you know they're fed, and that's kind of where, like, you know, the sucking comes into play or pacifiers. That's why people start using them sometimes is because they're starting mm-hmm. to feel so overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But then also, yeah. if they're thinking that the baby needs to eat all the time, that's when people start giving bottles. And then your supply is really going to drop because yeah. you're not putting the baby to the breast. You're giving them bottles now because you're thinking that they're not getting enough from the breast because they just want to be latched all the time. Right. It can cause a big problem. Yeah. And I, yeah, the answer isn't knowing that it's just, it's normal and it's okay. It's normal and it's okay. And it's very short lived. They don't do this forever. It is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause then you are going to be the same person who tells us next month or, you know, in three months or so that your baby won't nurse anymore because they're too distracted and they won't nurse. Right. You know, and you're like, oh my God, I think my baby's weaning because they won't (laughs) nurse. They keep, they keep popping off. And, like, that's just totally normal. Yeah. <laughs> frustrating, yet normal. But it is very frustrating. All of it's very frustrating. And yeah. then you want to say, weren't you the one that complained to me that they were on all the time? Isn't that you? Yeah. Like, now you have some free. Yeah, but uh, yeah. It's like every step is so surprising and scary. You know, and we just don't, we, we really should be like in a situation where we're, we're trying to teach moms all the time or we're trying to learn from each other, but we're not learning from each other because nobody sees breastfeeding and it's not normalized. So nobody's really learning as they go. Right. And that's why this is, this is why people, I think one of the things I see a lot is people are like, Oh, you know, I'm not breastfeeding anymore. So I think it's time for me to leave this group. And you're like, no, you're the last person who should leave this group. Like, you're the one, you did it from beginning to end. You're the one who needs to be here answering people's questions and letting them know that that's happened to your baby, too, and that everything was fine. Oh, my God. That'd be like me saying, oh, well, I'm not breastfeeding. I'm not a lactation consultant anymore. Right. Go on. Right. No, we we need those moms so much. We need them. Yes. Don't stop walking away from the whole, I'm not a breastfeeder anymore. No, once a breastfeeder, always a breastfeeder. Yeah, you have to be able to nurture. Now you're the nurture. wise one. You are the wise one who needs to pass down all of the information. Yep, absolutely. And it's so valuable. It is so, so valuable to hear, hear that from other people. Yeah, maybe it wouldn't be so, yeah, it wouldn't be so lonely if people would just, yeah, stick stick around and hear from the from the veterans yeah because it it goes so far for a new mom to hear from another mom that's maybe you know either just finished breastfeeding or several months in to say oh my god my baby did the same thing i know exactly what you're talking about and it gets better like that because you do think you're the only one when it's happening to you yes you do yeah so the takeaway here is your baby is gonna like if you're right now if you're listening and you're pregnant, you probably hate us. But, like, that's totally, like, hopefully not. But your baby's going to want to nurse all the time. Like, that's just the way it is. So if, I think if you go in expecting that, then maybe you won't be so caught off guard. But yes. But if yes. you're in it right now, it will end. And you're not doing anything wrong. And it's perfectly okay. And just, it's okay. And you can absolutely complain to us if you want to. You can send us an yeah, email and, and just say, use it as a, yeah. This is the worst. I hate it. It's going to get better, right? And, you know, your baby won't do that all the time. But it is something that they do as newborns. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. All right. Now that we've found an answer. We've solved that problem. We've, we've solved that, that problem. Rest. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we are next week. We're going to talk about the effects of birth interventions on breastfeeding. That's like my favorite topic. Yes. Diane's going to do a lot of chatting. Oh my God. She likes it. Yeah. 
That's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be great. I'm sure you know way more than you realize about this too. Cause a lot of it really is just common sense. So, well, yeah, I mean, sure. And I've been through both. Yeah. Let's talk about that next week. All right. So we're going to talk about that next week. So stay tuned and I hope everybody has a great week. Send us a line, drop us a line. Um, email Abby at the badass breastfeeder at gmail.com and let us know what you want us to talk about. And we'll do Bye. It. Bye.